Hola, hola, it's your girl Erica from America. Welcome to the Confidence Chronicles podcast. This podcast is all about helping you stand in who you are. Stop giving a fuck what people think about you. Start standing as your fully expressed self. As you are, as is, there is no filter needed. You are fucking awesome, and I am here to remind you. I'm a confidence coach, and I'm a bold stand for confidence, and I cannot wait to dig into today's episode with you. Hello and welcome to the podcast. I am a little bit excited to talk about this topic with you on creating a cult-like following. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I may be a little bit obsessed with cults and I watch all the cult documentaries because it just fascinates me because I believe that I would be all caught up in that and that all them cults. Okay. First of all, I'm just going to go ahead and say that I don't actually have a cult. (laughs) as well. So to all of my clients that are listening to this, it is not a cult. Okay. I promise it may feel like one, but it is not. Um, My husband and I actually had an experience and I've talked about it on the podcast, but I haven't opened it up a lot because I don't want to, you know, anyway, I can't really talk about it because somebody got sued and I ain't trying to get sued because I don't give a shit that much about it. But I will touch on it briefly. We joined a business program and it ended up being like a cult. I'm telling you, there could have been a Netflix special about this shit. It was wild. So when I say creating a cult-like following in this episode, I don't actually mean like a cult, okay? That's not what I mean. I mean having an amazing connected community that loves what you're doing and you love them. And there's this beautiful love bomb tribe uh, going on, as Tony Robbins calls it, raving fans raving fans that just love your work. They love what you're about. You love working with them. This beautiful community where it's it's just flourishing and everybody is happy to be a part of it. And it's something that I believe we can all create if we are willing to put in the hard yards that are creating in the beginning. Okay. We can create this if we are willing to put in the hard yards in the beginning of what it takes to actually make it happen. So a lot of people ask me about this. I feel like in the networks that I'm in, I am the community queen. We have women in our, my right now active in my community is probably 500 active members in one of my programs from like 60 countries. There's been over a thousand women join the sisterhood program. My other program has like 60 women. It's going to go over a hundred. I just, I love communities and I have this way of creating spaces with women where it doesn't feel like a whole bunch of people. It feels like a connected tribe. It feels like a safe space. It feels like you've been with these homegirls for a long time and you know them forever. I love people. I love being in groups of people. I have missed live events. Those two years of the pandemic just killed it because I didn't get to have live events. So I love that. I am a foster kid who grew up raised by wolves, as I like to say. I have all, I was in the military for 10 years. So it's all like, we never leave somebody, you know, like it's this whole community mindset. So I don't have a big family and I wasn't connected to my family. However, I have an ability to create community and we all do. And I created it out of desperation. When I first launched my business, we had no money. I was, had my electricity on a payment plan, literally looking for coins to buy bread. And within 12 months, we were making six figures and had an engaged, connected community. Also, hello, podcast You, my amazing podcast listener, uh, this podcast was listened to in over 86 countries. 
and has over 1.7 or 1.8 million downloads. And I had a million downloads within, I don't know, 14 months of the podcast. So I love people. I love community. And I want to share today about what it looks like creating a cult-like following. And when I say following, I mean audience. I mean community. I don't mean a bunch of people following you that are just there as followers. I love my community. I You will rarely hear me call my Instagram people my followers. I don't. They're my audience. They're my people. When I meet them, when I'm out and they're like, you're the queen of confidence. I'm like, oh my God, I love you. And I'm hugging them and I'm like asking them all the questions because it's my honor to meet someone in my community, first of all. So I want to talk about it because I think, first of all, we have to understand why we want to do this. Who are you? Who do you help? What did you come here to do? Why do you care? Why do you want to help them? What's your story? Who are you? What are you about? I think it's important that we unpack that. If you hate people, it's going to be hard for you. Okay. If you hate social media, if you don't like being social, if you don't want to be around people, if you don't like talking to people, if you don't really care about helping people, I'm not saying it's not possible. I'm just saying that's going to be hard. I fucking love people. Like I love them. Does it mean I want to be with people 24 seven? Of course not. I want my space. I want to be with my family, my kids, my husband, all that jazz. However, I give a shit about strangers. I think about the women that are not in my programs and I think about how I can support them. I think about the women in my programs night, day, like 24 seven. I'm thinking about how I can serve my women better and better and better and better. And so I give a shit. So I think it's important first and foremost that you unpack and understand why do you want to create a cult following? Why do you want to have more followers, more audience members, more subscribers, more people in your world? What's your reason? For many people, they came here to do big work. They want to impact the world. They want to change the world. They want to make the world a better place. For other people, they want vanity metrics. And you could go buy followers if that's what you want. Gross, right? Like, yuck. Nobody that wants to be there. You're purchasing for people to watch you and be there and follow you. But what's the point of that? So I think it's important you ask yourself why you're doing what you're doing, why you want to create community. What's your why? Tap into why you're doing what you're doing. Why do you care? Why should people care that you care? What's your story? What are you going to share with your audience? Takes me to point two. If you yourself are not willing to be open, share, get vulnerable, connect, let people in. I say get metaphorically naked on the internet, right? I'm like, I'm naked and I'm shaking naked, my cellulite, my boobs in your face. Like I'm naked metaphorically. You could see it all. And I'm, my hands are up in the air. Like, go ahead, let's go. If I expect the women that I serve and the women that I work with and the women that I want to work with to trust me and see me, I need to be willing to show them. I need to be showing them that, hey, look, this is me. Let me strip down first. Let me share with you why the fuck I care about this. Let me share with you how I know how you feel. Let me tell you about me. Let me let you in. A lot of people aren't willing to do that because they're embarrassed. They're scared. They're nervous. They're shameful. Uh, they want to be professional, gross, you know, <laughs> air quotes, professional. What does that mean? That feels like there's a wall between us. They want to be professional. They want to uh, keep a distance. They want to put on a mask and show only parts of them. Cool. If you're kind of connecting a little bit, then maybe you'll get a little bit. But I'm like, yo, let's go. Like, here I am. Turn the lights on. I'm going to strip down. I'm going to share everything with you. I'm going to be raw and fucking real and open and vulnerable and straight up integral. You're going to feel me, see me, hear me. 
is going to happen. Let's go. Some people are overwhelmed by the level of vulnerability and realness and rawness and run away. And that's cool because that's what we want, right? We don't want people that don't want to do what we're doing. We don't want people that aren't interested. Other people are like, fuck, I've never felt so connected to someone. I've never felt so trustworthy. Oh my God, you see me. I see you. We're exactly the same. You're in my head. The amount of messages I get of my clients or podcasts, you listeners, people that are on my social media, it's like you're in my head. So if I'm in your head, I'm showing you my head. I'm telling you my experiences. I'm sharing my story. I'm sharing my vulnerabilities with you. That's how you know I'm in your head. How are we meant to connect if I'm going to be closed off and perfect? As I always say, perfection erodes connection. Vulnerability builds connection. Now, maybe you don't want to share about your hemorrhoids or your sexual abuse. You don't have to, right? That's that's more my jam. But what are you going to share with your audience, with the people that are there so that they feel seen, heard, validated, and understood by you? Why should they follow you? Why should they trust you? Why should they buy from you? What makes you different to everybody else? What makes you special to them? Why do they need you versus that other person? That's the shit that you got to stand in. That's the shit that you need to understand for yourself before you go out into the world trying to create community. The third one, the third one is very special to me because I feel like I feel like everyone should have this, but sometimes I question it. We have to genuinely, genuinely and deeply do it because we're passionate and we love it. For example, I talk about confidence and and having your best life and fuck fake it, just make it and own who you are and speak your truth and FWOT, all the shit I talk about. I talk about that shit in my sleep. I literally have dreams about it. I wake up talking about it. I would talk about it for free. Like I talk about this shit with my friends, with my husband, with my kids. This It's who I am. It's not what I do. It's not what I do. It's who I am. For example, I don't really go to the gym. I'm about to get a trainer because I want to get into my fitness. And if I said, I go to the gym, that's who I am, I'd be lying. It'd be like something I do, I got to go until I become it, until I've done it a lot, a lot, a lot. And then I become a fit person or I become an athlete. It's not who I am yet. It's something I need to do with the shit I talk about with my work. It's not what I do. It's who the fuck I am. It comes out of me everywhere I am. It is magnetizing the women around me. It magnetizes strangers. I speak about it in elevators. I, when I look at someone's eyes, it's coming out. It's seeping out of me, this work that I get to do. I am driven. I am focused at laser sharp. I know where I'm going. Everyone I talk to, I talk about it. It's weaved into my entire life, from my relationship to my friendships to my children. They know about the work I do. They practice their confidence. They know FWOT stands for forget what others think. I don't teach them the fuck word until they're 16. They know they can't swear. <laughs> Mommy, when I'm 16, I'm like, yeah, when you're 16, my four-year-old can't wait to be 16. He just wants to say bad words. <laughs> so why are you doing this? Think about that. Do you care? Are you passionate about this? Because trust me, if you're going to build a cult-like following, if you're going to build, you better be willing to share what you share Time and time and time and time and time and time again. I talk about Adele and the hit song. We get tired of saying the same shit. Guess what? Be ready to say the same shit. I think I've told my story. I think I've talked about confidence. I'm not even getting started. To get to Oprah's couch, can you imagine when I get on Oprah's couch, what am I going to say? The same shit that I've been saying. But nobody's heard it at that level. Nobody's heard it at that space. The small circle that I have has heard my story and my shit. But if I want this to go global and I want to create a, a, a cult like following around the world, 
I better be ready to keep discussing and saying the same shit. So if I'm not passionate about it, I'm going to be tired of it. I'm going to get bored. I'm going to get distracted, shiny object, and I'm going to be over there now talking about press on nails. (laughs) You know what I mean? You need to be passionate. You need to give a shit enough to stay in the lane, to stay in the game, to keep focused, to keep at it, to get the nuances of what you speak about so that when you reach those people, you're still on about it and you're more energized. Like every day, I'm more excited about what I do. Every day. It's like I love my husband more and more and more and more and more. I don't love him less. I'm not like, oh, fuck, when is this marriage going to end? I'm like in love with him even more. The passion that I have for him, that passion I have in my business, that passion I have in the work that I do, the passion seeps out of you through the fucking ears into the airways, into your videos. It seeps into people. And if people can't feel that, they're not going to be excited. Give people something to be excited about. Are you fucking excited about it? Have 10 coffees if you need to. Whatever you got to do, get excited because no one will be excited if you're not excited inside of yourself, internally excited and inspired to come out and share what you share to build this following. The next one is community is everything. I never, ever wanted it to be called Erica Kramer. Erica Kramer's whatever. Never. And I'm not saying it's bad to call it your name. Just think about the impact you came here to give. Is is it greater than you? Can you land on something that people can land on that's greater than you? I created the sisterhood because it's about women. And I want, when I'm gone, physically gone from this body, my impact, the legacy, the flavor, the integrity, the love, the care, the stories, I want that shit to continue. I want a business that lives for 500 years plus right? Forever. I want this shit to continuously seep into women because I talk about self-confidence, owning who you are, claiming your shit, being a stand, a bold stand for owning who you are, what you came here to do, being confident, reclaiming that self-confidence. So that's a lifetime job. I got a lot of work to do. There's a lot of women in the world and men, really, people that need this. So when I thought about creating something, I wanted it to be about them, I wanted it to be about the community. I wanted it to be about what can I be a part of, like a girl gang, right? Like what can people, can we get jackets and shit? Like how can we be a part of this? Apple does it really fucking well. They, I don't even know who owns Apple anymore. It's not even about that. It's like my phone connects to my laptop, connects to this, and you got the iPhone watch, you got the ear pods, you got this, there's apps. There's this whole community with Apple this whole connection. And they've built this cult-like following and people want, oh, I got the Apple this, I got to get the Apple headphones, I got to get the, you know, do we need that? No, but we want it because we're a part of this world. What world can people be a part of with you? Can you create a world that people can take a part in and feel like they're a part of something? Words, names, you know, I talk about Tony Robbins. I fucking love Tony Robbins. I love him. And he did this coaching and it's like Tony Robbins coaching. Nobody wants Tony Robbins coaching. They want Tony Robbins. I want Tony Robbins. I don't want anybody else to come onto that stage because he's such a personality. He's built such a name and and the way he speaks and he's tall and his energy. I want that. I don't want to get on the phone with a Tony Robbins coach. Now, are they good? They're probably fucking amazing. If he trained them, they're probably incredible coaches. Could we have called it a different name, Tony, so that maybe people wanted that? Why I'm saying this is because people want to believe in something greater than themselves. They want to be connected to something. They want to be, especially when you have a community. I watched that documentary with the Rajni people. I think it was Osho's documentary on Netflix. 
And they all wore that color, that pink or purple color. They all believed the same thing. They all, I mean, <laughs> it's a very drastic uh, example. But does that make sense? Like there was something greater than him. It was also him, but it was the community. It was the teaching. It was the belief. It was what they all were, were connecting on together. So if you want to create this, it has to be greater than you. It has to be something everyone feels connected to, everyone wants. When I was in the shower and I got the idea of the name, the Queen of Confidence, it used to be called the Queen of Curves. I was a stylist. I helped curvy women dress their bodies. And I I remember a woman saying, I'm not curvy. Can I still come to your styling events? And I'm like, whoa, I don't want to ostracize anybody. Like, of course you can come. It's about all women. And then I'm like, yeah, but curvy means if she doesn't think she's curvy, then she can't come. So then I'm women who don't feel they align with the word curvy aren't going to come to my events. I didn't even think about this, by the way. So she said it and I was in the shower and I'm like, what do women want? What do women want? All women want confidence, the queen of confidence. Boom. And that was when the name came. Now, am I the queen of confidence? Hell no. She is my alter shego. She's who I aspire to be. But I also believe that you're the queen of confidence and you're the queen of confidence and you're a queen and you're a queen. And we are together queens. This is what we want to be. We want to be the highest. We're fucking royalty to ourselves. We are the top of the food chain to ourselves. We should treat ourselves as queens. And so this is what created this, the queen of confidence. The sisterhood was the same, getting women together. Very simple name. It wasn't a big deal. It wasn't a, I didn't think about it too much. I was like, sisterhood, that's what we need. Sisterhood, because I'm a Puerto Rican and that's how I speak. It's like, oh, cool. So how can we connect the people? So when you're building this, thinking about what do people want to be a part of that's bigger and greater than me? Super, super, super important. Community is going to be everything. I feel like whenever I've joined something, yeah, maybe I've joined because of the mentor. Yeah, maybe I've joined because I believe in what they're talking about and I believe in the concepts and you know, I, I, I'm learning something. But I always stay because of the community. I stay because of the community. And when you're building a cult-like following, people are connecting together uh, or hopefully you're getting people to connect together and realize that they're a part of this as well and that it's, it's the us. It's not the me, it's the we and that really brings us together and that really keeps people loyal and keeps people connected and keeps people feeling like they can share and, and, and give feedback and incorporate and they're creating it. They're co-creating it with you. And I think those are the best kind of communities when people feel like their voice matters, what they have to say matters, their experiences matter. Every person that comes in, we gamify the sisterhood with like awards and shout outs. And it's the best because we get to see the people in our communities, whether they're new or they've been there for the big sisters, they've been there for years. It's really a beautiful way to interconnect our communities. Um, another thing is consistency. If people, consistency and trust, if people do not trust you and if you're not showing up consistently as I kind of said this before, it's like, I'm going to talk about this. I'm going to repeat myself. Is everybody going to listen to my podcast? No. Is everybody going to see my IGTV on Instagram? No. Is everybody going to read my newsletter? No. People will miss it. Am I still going to be passionate about talking about it? Yes. <laughs> if you miss it, I will see you soon because I'll be sharing that shit again. Of course I am. So when people believe that you're consistent and they're going to build that trust. We already talked about getting metaphorically naked, getting vulnerable, letting people see you. Now, are you still there? Are you being consistent? Can I trust you? 
the no like trust component, we forget so much how important this is when we are building a following, when we are building an audience, when we are growing community. If you're not showing up consistently, I don't trust you. If you don't show up and tell me who you are and get vulnerable, I don't know you. I don't get to know, do I like you? Do I like you or do I not like you? And so many times we hold back what we really feel. Like be who you are, be fully expressed, turn that shit up. One of my mentors doesn't like chakra healing spiritual stuff. And he's like, I don't like it. I don't like chakra tweakers or whatever he says. You know, and that's his shit. I love chakra shit. I love all that. But for him, he doesn't like it. So when he says that, it's very polarizing. So people go, oh, well, you're not for me. Fantastic. Fantastic. You're not for me. You are for me. We're too scared of pleasing people. And we don't want to be who the fuck we are in the moment. Don't be one size fits all. Don't be vanilla. That's not how you create a cult-like following. That's how you create a bunch of haters following you, a bunch of fucking critics following you. The cult-like following, ooh, you got to be raw and real. You got to share your truth. You got to let people know who you are. Be willing for people to not like you. You got to be willing for people to dislike you, okay? That's scary for many people. But guess what? You're consistent. You show up. You show me who you are. I get to decide if I like you or not. That's what you want. You don't want people in the, you don't want to show up to a speaking event and half the crowd are haters and they're going to be booing you off the stage. I want the people in that crowd to be like, yes. If they're a fuck no, don't even come to my show. Like, don't even, don't follow me. Don't be here. I'm going to show you who I am so you could decide, do you like the swearing? Do you like the pink? Do you like the nails? Do you like the yo, 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 motherfucker? If you don't like it, I'm going to say vagina for sure. Talk about poo for sure. Skid marks for sure. If you don't like it, cool. Peace out. I'm not your person. How exciting. I'm not your person. Go find somebody. But too many times we try to get everybody to be our person because it's more numbers and more people and we want to have them. I'm like, no, I don't want to hold on to anybody. Yo, I clean my email list like every single week. I'm like, unactive, unsubscribe, unsubscribe, not active, unsubscribe. I'm not going to keep you there. Followers with no faces and shit. I don't want to, don't be here. Bye. See you. I tell my clients, I'm like, do not be joining 70,000 Facebook groups. If you have 50,000 Facebook groups and you're never active, the fuck are you doing in there? Get out of there. Get your energy back. Be intentional of where you are. And I'm the same. I want people to be like, hell yeah, high five. You are a fuck yes. Not a maybe. Fuck yes, fuck no, no maybes. If you're a maybe, move on and go think about it somewhere else. Because I don't want you to be stuck here. And that is important when you are trying to create this following and this audience and these people. You do not want vanilla. You do not want one size fits all. That shit sucks. You want to be like, this is who I am, this is what I'm about. And if you don't show up, people can't know you. If they don't know you, they can't decide if they like you. So you're going to have haters in your tribe because they don't know you because you're being fake or you're not showing up or you're pretending that everything you like. Yeah, I love everything. I'm so happy about everything. People pleasing. No, you get to not. I love those accounts. There's some accounts that I follow and I don't agree with them at all about what they agree with, but I follow them because I love how them they are. And I tell my clients, see that person? I don't give a fuck if you don't like them or you, or you put negative comments. They don't care. They are so fully, hello, Candace Owen, whether you like her or not, she does not give a damn. <laughs> she is like fully expressed to the extreme. Jordan Peterson, he does not give a damn. He will purposefully say some shit to create arguments and, and discussions. Oh, well, it looks like he does. So 
Who are you being? What do you stand for? Are you fully expressed? Are you showing up consistently? Do people know you, about you? Can people decide if they like you or dislike you? Are you okay with people disliking you? And lastly, do they trust you? That's what it takes for people to trust you. That's what it takes to build that cult-like following. If you are scared of vulnerability, if you are scared of keeping it real, if you are scared to show people your colors and who you are on your worst day, I promise you it's going to be difficult to create a cult-like following. What do you stand for? What are you about? What excites you? What are you passionate about? Why should I give a fuck what you care about? Why should I come into your world? What's going to keep me there? This is a relationship that you build with people. People stay connected because they feel connected to you. If you're being a shell of yourself or fake or phony or not or perfect or holding a facade, I'm going to move away. I'm going to smell that shit a mile away. And I'm not going to connect. And I'm definitely not going to buy from you. I'm definitely not going to stay connected with you. I'm definitely not going to follow what you're doing. I'm definitely not going to feel like you give a shit about me. So I'm not going to give you feedback or hit any buttons on your Instagram stories where you're trying to get you know people to answer polls. I'm not going to do it. I probably won't even follow. And lastly, this is the last one. Quality over quantity. Quality over quantity. If you've done all of the steps that I mentioned, by now, you're going to have the right people in your communities. You don't need to have everyone. You don't need more followers and more subscribers and thousands of people and millions of people or millions of dollars. Are you showing up to the ones that are there? Do you have a great group of people that love you and know you and like you and trust you and they're connected and you're, you're, you're giving them what they need and you're creating a beautiful relationship and a beautiful community tribe with these people? I am all about the quality over the quantity and I don't focus on the numbers and trust you me, I don't focus on them and they grow because I'm not focused on them. I'm focused on who's here. Are the people that are here want to be here? Are the people that are here getting value? Are the people that are here co-creating with me? Or are they just existing? I don't want to exist. I don't want zombies in the crowd. That person's not even alive. I don't want you in my crowd. Can you take them out? I want people that are alive, on fire, excited, ready. They're going to they're gonna co-create with me. They're going to give me some energy while I give them energy. And we create this, this amazing exchange. So just check in with that. It's not about how many are in your cult. <laughs> and I don't mean a real cult. Please don't go build a real cult and be like, Erica told me to build a cult. No. Uh, I used to say a little side joke when people would come to the sisterhood day because we had live events and there'd be like 50 or 60 or 70 women in the room. And I'd be like, hi, so this is not a cult. You will not be fucking my husband. I will not be fucking you. We will not be fucking each other. And people would be dead, like laughing on the floor. And I'm like, I'm serious. And people were like, oh shit. I'm like, nah, it's a joke. Because it feels like sometimes cult-like in our communities, right? Like it's like people never leave. They're wearing the shirts, sisterhood. We have our inner language. It's amazing. It's amazing. But obviously it's not a real cult, okay? So just go, don't go create a real cult is what I'm saying to you. <laughs> and the shit is crazy. There's so much out there that happens that I believe these principles that I just shared don't get uh, held up. These principles of, you know, don't fall in love with your fucking self. Don't make it about you. Make it about them. Listen to your community. Connect with your community. Have a greater good. What do you guys stand for? What are you here for? So, If you watch all the documentaries about the cults, yo, the shit is crazy because their why and their vision and their dream wasn't the right one. They did it for a bad reason. They did it for a negative reason. They attracted people who were weak and uh, they preyed on these weaker people who were just seeking validation. 
And it's like, you could create something that's not helpful and not positive for you or for your members, or you could choose what you stand for. You could inspire people. You could inspire yourself. You could co-create with amazing people that could change your fucking life and you could change their lives and we could change the damn world together. And that's what I want to create. And that's how I believe we have created that. Like our, our, the podcast, you, you listening to the podcast, sharing it on social media and share, I have, I don't know, over a hundred DMs a day about the podcast and reshare. I can't even reshare all of them. And like, to me, that means the world. The fact that you listen to the podcast, number one, I love you. Thank you. Number two, the fact that you listen and then you share it on your social media or you leave me a review. That's huge. I know what that takes. It takes time. It takes you going, hey, audience, here's someone who I look up to and believe in sharing it with the people that you love. Like that means to me, like the fucking universe that the sharing means the universe to me. I do not take it lightly. Like, oh, reshare. I'm like, wow, thank you. Genuinely, thank you. It's big. It's huge. You're helping me reach more women. You're helping me reach more people with this message that need to hear it. Like you're a partner of mine. You're helping me with the message. That's how I see you. You're not a listener. You're not a follower. You're not a member. You're, you're supporting this message and you're co-creating it with me to help me reach more people. Like that shit is beautiful. So it's an amazing thing to create people that, that support you, that love you, that want to buy what you have to offer, that want to be a part of your world, that want to better their lives in whichever way you do it. It's incredible, but it's not easy. And you won't get it if you just want to create a cult-like following just because you want to be famous or you want to be popular. No, this ain't high school, baby. You have to give a shit. It has to be greater than you. You have to enroll people in your vision. You have to enroll yourself in your vision. And that shit will keep you up at night, wake you up, put you to sleep. You will be energized and excited. That's how you know. And you just focus on creating that and showing up for your people. The shit grows. The, the, the world gets changed. People's lives get changed. Your life gets changed. It seeps into everything you do. And it's fucking beautiful and amazing when it's done right. I hope this served you. I hope it was helpful. If it was, hit me on the gram because I love you for being a part of my community, being part of my cult. The Confidence Chronicles, the Queen of Confidence cult, um, non-official cult because we aren't a cult. Okay, I'm just going to say that again, just in case. Um, I'm really grateful to you. If we were a cult, we'd wear pink, obviously, and press on nails. That's what we would be doing if we were a cult and cheetah print on Sundays. <laughs> I love your face. Thank you for being in my world. I appreciate you. Let me know what you got from this podcast. If this helped you, hit me on Instagram at the Queen of Confidence, or as always, you can email us support at thequeenofconfidence.com. I love you. I'll see you next week. Thank you so much for listening. I so appreciate your ears, your time, your energy, and your attention. Please do me a favor and head over to Apple iTunes. Subscribe so that you don't miss an episode. Share this episode with a sister who you know needs to hear it. And if you feel called to, leave me a review. I'd love to know what you think about the podcast. I'd love to know how this information is helping you change your world. Thank you so much for being here. I know that there are many podcasts you could listen to. And I really appreciate you listening to mine. Have a gorgeous week, honey.